Here he is. This thing started, okay? Come on. <laughs> oh, man. Look who's rolling in after the buzzer this time. Right huh? on time, huh? That does not surprise me. It's about time you came on by. And and he's he's eating eating dinner too, so that's 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 something. It's my second dinner. It's game season right now, so I did see you kind of puff out your chest immediately, like uh, you had something to say, like maybe you finally hit the gym this week, maybe this month. How's that New Year's resolution going for you? Mm. So far, so good. Actually, I have not been keeping my New Year's resolution at all. Okay. Well, it, I, I'd say about. I've been keeping my New Year's resolution with my my uh, videos, 67%. You said three times a week, right? Yes, and I've been doing two times a week. Two out of three. You uploaded twice this month. A round zone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, just a, just a wild question here, but is your mic plugged in? Because it kind of sounds like you're underwater this episode. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. I'm 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 plugged in. I'm live, baby. Look at this. Okay, I just wasn't sure if you're maybe using your laptop mic or something like that. <laughs> we're not gonna find out later that you know you were using your AirPods the whole time. Where are we? <laughs> I hope not. They're in my backpack. So if that's the case, the audio is gonna be really <laughs> bad. Yeah, yeah. You do sound like you're underwater, but it's probably fine. It's probably I, my end, right? I wouldn't worry about it until we get this podcast done and settled, and then you have to edit it. And then you're like, yeah. uh oh, you know. <laughs> Oopsies! Right, we're in trouble. We'll worry about that um, later. So I see you. You planned your you planned your dinner time also at eight forty five tonight. Again, this is my Which second is interesting. dinner. First dinner was at you know five thirty. Uh, it's gain season, so I have been. Are know. you really eating four meals a day? Is that your is that part of your plan? Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, a breakfast, a lunch, dinner, and second dinner, and then I'm eating like two two or three snacks during the day. Uh, okay. I don't mean to brag. I, <laughs> I remember. You seem like you've always had a problem with wanting to eat. Is that true? Um, I would, I would, I don't know. What do you mean by that? Just like, I feel like every time I've hung out with you, like throughout our entire lives, it's like, we'll, we'll get some food and you'll either eat it like really slowly or like take a few bites and just kind of be done. Like you generally just don't care to eat that much. It seems like. I don't have to eat. Well, I, I bring it up because now you're eating four meals a day and you're currently eating right now while we're trying to record an audio, so, uh, which is really terrible for audio. <laughs> Depends how you look at it, right? Or how you listen to it. See what I did there? Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to do a lot of editing on my part, right? To kind of get around you slapping your gums. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I I can go periods of time without... I don't know how to say this. I'll go, yeah, I, I would agree with you where I'm not a big eater. But as I yeah. force myself to eat like more, now my body's getting used to it, and now it's getting hungrier during those times. You're hungry. I'm hungry. I'm, I'm hungry tonight. <laughs> yeah. What about you? What's been going on with you? You've been, you've been in the uh, gym. You kind of look a little slouched over a little bit. You got a jacket on. Sorry. Let, let me okay. just flex the entire podcast like you do, and then maybe I'll kind of look the same even though, you know. Um, I did. I just came from a workout. Actually, I just didn't feel the need to brag about it, so I hadn't brought it up. You didn't break a sweat, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I, uh, I did break a sweat a mm. little bit. Uh, I mean, so I started came, my workout. You're in your work clothes, and so you got a jacket on, and you're no. This is the, this exercise jacket. And, yeah. So I'm just curious if you just came from a workout. Doesn't really. What do you do? Do you <laughs> do some rowing again? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I didn't get to the rowing this time. Um, I started out with a little bit of racquetball with my dad, right? He likes to play racquetball. And so I thought, you know, this is a good cardio warm up. Then I'll hit the weights, right? That was my plan. And uh, so I started that and I rolled my ankle pretty quickly into the workout. Uh, um, and, and to the racquetball workout? Yeah, a good three or four minutes in. So I didn't quite, I guess, <laughs> maybe I broke a sweat. Probably not, though. <laughs> uh, that ankle was just kind of a thorn in your side, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a thorn in the ankle for sure. Ouch. It's just it's a little, it's like a house of cards. You you try to play racquetball on it and it just crumbles. Yep, I wouldn't recommend that. Yeah, but you know me, I'm. <clears throat> I recently read a book by David Goggins, no. <laughs> all about mindset, and uh, so I I went ahead and I limped over to the bench and I did uh, upper body. So that's how I finished my workout. So I still I still got a pump in, as you can tell. But you said you just kind of came home after it. So you said you limped off the court. No, I came you... home after I, I did the pump. Oh, what uh, pump did you do? I did buys, tries, and shoulders, as you can tell. <sighs> wow. That is pretty good. Thank you. That's pretty good. You can good. see it through the jacket even, which is, you know, results. Well, I can't really see any of the... I'm just saying it's good that you – kudos to you for doing the workout. Thank you. And, you know, actually saying good job is the worst two words you can say, according to our sponsor of this podcast, David Goggins. North He's PPM. not paying us any money or endorsing us for this necessarily. But it's all about him today. And who are we? <sighs> yeah, my bad. I That's my fault. I kind of started out the gate. I'm already introducing our guests, right? Well, he's not quite a guest. He's not quite a sponsor. He's somewhere, he's somewhere in between. He's a ghost. He's a bit of a ghost. He's still alive, thankfully. Right? He's 43, and he's doing well. Uh, I, I, on the other hand, am half his age and not doing nearly as well. <laughs> My name's Preston. Across from me, we got... David Goggins, Jr. David Goggins, Jr., a.k.a. C. Paws, C. Pizzle Dizzle, oh. C.P., uh, the underdog, the caretaker, the, the brittle man, as we call him. <laughs> okay, those are some different nicknames. Yeah, uh, and we're we're out here. We're shooting a podcast. This is I wasn't asking you. That's yep. the name of the show. Uh, didn't stumble over that at all. Right on the money. Uh, I only have this one podcast, and I don't have to worry about the names of any other podcasts, which uh, is nice. Is that a hint? Kind of your ah. Uh, I didn't ah, want to plug it. Busted. Yeah, here we I go. I didn't want to plug it. I do have another podcast. It's called Real View. And we, uh, we can just kind of just bleep started that out. It. If we'll, you want to we'll check that, that out, out. Yeah. Uh, me and my me and my buddy Aaron, we review reality TV shows. It's it's a hoot and a half. You know, we kind of have a good time on no. there. Just started it, right? So you can be one of the first listeners, which is neat. So are they sponsoring? Uh, are y'all sponsoring this video or? Yeah, I can say I paid myself for this. Okay, great. So this is our first sponsor then, huh? Yeah, we can say just for tax reasons, I'll say I paid myself $500 for that spot. And then I got that money. And how about Actually, me? no, I won't say that because then I'll have to pay pack taxes. How much did you pay me? So you actually... I have to recoup my money first before you can start getting a cut. Okay, so how much? <laughs> I don't know if you realize how much we're in the hole, and we probably don't want to say it on air. <laughs> I don't look at the county anymore. I haven't for the past yeah. couple months. So. Okay. Well, then, yeah, I'll I'll lowball it just to cut. I don't want to scare you off, so I'll just give you a number that's fifty percent of the actual number. <laughs> It kind of defeats the purpose if you tell me exactly, you know, what, as far as calculations go, how you're calculating the number, because then I can just double it, and then I know the correct amount, so. 
Okay, I'll make it more complicated. I'll tell you 40% of the number. That'll do it. Okay, it was uh, $40,000. That's 40%. That's 40% of the damages. What's 50%? I do not want to know what 60% is. <laughs> oh man yeah so we chose david goggins uh because we had both read his book can't hurt me i believe connor read his second book as well yeah uh, do you want to tell us who david goggins is why we might be talking about such a fellow so okay so prestonian he was listening to david goggins the audiobook audiobook's great by the way it's a they david goggins and he has someone else read his book and then they kind of pause and do a little podcast while they're reading the book it's really good stuff i'd highly recommend the audible version of it we'll put the uh, link in the description if you click that use code i wasn't asking you at checkout bing bada boom bop uh we won't get any money for that right we're not sponsored yeah we we don't have a code i will leave it in the description though just because i do recommend this book and i do think it's great it's really good so i've listened to it at least 20 times and i'm that's no i'm not exaggerating i was a 13 hour book yeah uh, I listened to it on about 1.5 speed, so it's, you know, take that. It's still more than 30 hours. It's it's a lot, but I would listen to it on long runs, so I'd, I'd go on like okay, a, now a you're couple hours. Okay, you do runs as well. Well, this is in the past. This is past me, so I'm flexing okay, for so past me. Uh, yeah. You know, you know it's, it's funny because this book is almost more motivational than music when it comes to running. They're, they talk a lot about running in the book. Really, just it's it's about mindset and pushing yourself, uh, but they do talk a lot about running in the book. So I actually went for a run while listening to this book, and I feel like I ran harder than I would have just listening to music. Did you ever turn um, like music and audible off and just like listen to nothing like he does? Uh, I don't remember him saying that. Yeah, he said he purposefully doesn't listen to anything. Maybe that's in the second book. You kind of spoiler alert, right? I didn't get there yet, so maybe pump the brakes. <laughs> no, he I gotta wait for my audible uh, audible credit to kick in next month, right? We don't, we don't all make bankers' salaries, right, and live at home and just have unlimited funds with our business bank account, right? Uh huh. Well, that's <laughs> believe me. I'm according to my business partner. I'm forty thousand dollars in the hole. And that's forty percent. <laughs> so I'm not doing. Yeah. We we got some work to do, but. Uh, and that's not even close to the real number. That's not even close. Uh, but he, yeah, he talks about how, like, when he's running ultra marathons, um, like, he can't listen to music or anything, so he trains not listening to music or audiobooks. Like, he trains how he's going to perform. So he I didn't know you weren't allowed to in the real thing. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think he, well, he doesn't do it, and I, I don't know if you're allowed to or not. I don't think you are in some, but, but he doesn't. He doesn't. And he talks about how, like, why he doesn't do it is because music and other stuff distract you from the pain. So he likes he likes focusing on the pain while he's running and then running through it. Which I I yeah. tried doing that too. Like when I wanted to give up on my runs, I'd pause the book and I just focus on the pain. Yeah. And keep running. And and you feel so you feel like such a beast doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy's he's a little bit he's a little bit off off the off the chain, you could say. He so David Goggins, he's a Navy SEAL, he's a motivational speaker, he's a recruiter for the SEALs. Uh, or at least he was. Uh, he's he's a pretty nutty guy. Basically, he has probably the strongest mindset I've ever heard of. He can just push himself through any amount of pain. He's run on broken legs, uh, ran a hundred miles with no training, um, just a bunch of insane feats where he just pushed himself through mentally, um, and he intentionally does stuff constantly that cause him pain physically or mentally just to do it it's it's a little bit 
at times it's a little bit much, but it makes for a good book and a good lesson in motivation. So I'd highly recommend it. Very entertaining and also very inspiring. It it opens your mind to the the um like human potential and what we're capable of. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's really cool. It, he also is just like talks about grinding, putting your head down and grinding and whatever you want to do, getting better. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's a beast. His first book's good. His second book is kind of a continuation of his first book. Usually second, second books aren't as good, but his second book is amazing too. So we would both highly recommend it. Prestonian hasn't checked it out yet, but he will. But anyway, Hey, how has your life changed after listening to his book? Uh, I went for the first run I've been on in like six months. And that's when you tweaked your ankle? (laughs) <laughs> i i'm honestly surprised it didn't tweak my ankle when i went on that run so it i was i i read this book in two days um it's 13 it's like a 13 and a half audio hours of audio so i read like over six i didn't read it i listened to it while i was at work most of the time like over six hours a day which i usually can't do i'll get burnt out of a book you know read maybe one and a half two hours i'm like okay i had enough of this i'll pick it up tomorrow but this book i couldn't put down just constantly listening to it um then after i finished it on the second day it was like 35 and like pouring rain out and dark when i got home from work and i was like you know what i'm gonna go for a run and i didn't have much time like i had other commitments and i was like you know i'm just gonna sprint for like 20 minutes and then come back. So that's what I did. I just like did like a really fast like twenty minute run nice. in the freezing rain. Um, so that was very fun. And I was uh, actually I hadn't finished it. I think I was like twelve hours in. So I had like a little bit of the book left. So I was listening to the very end of the book. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. And that I can't believe I didn't hurt myself on that because it was pouring rain. There's a lot of puddles, lots of areas to sprain an ankle. <laughs> uh, but Mr. Goggins got me through that one. And then you weren't listening to Mr. Goggins while you were playing racquetball, and that was your mistake. That's true. I was just, you know, trying to spend quality time with my father. Nope. uh, And I bit the dust. I paid the price. Bad mistake. Bad mistake. But yeah. Okay. Goggins. David Goggins. Uh, What questions do you have for for the audience here? Probably play the intro. That's a good idea. Tony Stark built this in a cave with scraps. What's up, ladies? I can't believe they let us have phones in prison. Phones. 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 Stark. 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 Oh, what is going on today, ladies and gentlemen? We are talking about motivation. We're talking about hard work. We're talking about what it takes to be a SEAL, right? Neither of us have really done much in our lives. I mean, look at us. We're shooting a podcast. <laughs> Nobody. Uh, but we do like reading motivational books and thinking that we can be something someday. By golly, does that make you feel warm inside? <laughs> yeah, not really. We did actually reach out to David Goggins, and we tried to get him on the podcast. He didn't answer. So um, We should have done that. Yeah, we should have, but I don't think he why would. Just, I don't think he would. Why do we joined. think of this? Why do you think of this at while while we're in the middle of the? We we probably could, you know, we could just like reach out to people. It might work. He might just like pop on our Discord for five minutes. That'd be pretty dope. But you just want to sit there and twiddle your thumbs, right? You're like, oh, I'm not feeling very inspired today. I'm gonna, uh, you know, sit on the couch and play online poker with my friends. Exactly. It makes me sick and. I, I don't want to take this down a rabbit hole because I feel like we need to bring the energy up for this podcast, but like, mm-hmm. it just kind of pisses me off. So, well, tell me how you feel. We can talk about it off air if you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh man, did you bring any questions today? Or are you just kind of munching on dinner and crossing your fingers that your your boy got a couple in the hole? Crossing my fingers. Excellent. I got one right here. Whoa. Whoa. Wow, yeah. bless you. Where did that? Bless you too, my good guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Blessings all around. Question number one. Uh, these are all David Goggins adjacent. I didn't find any that were asking questions to David Goggins. <laughs> okay. I felt like that would be a little bit on the nose. We're just we're just talking about motivation and, and mindset here, because that's what he's all about. Uh, actually, no, he's not about motivation. He says motivation sucks, and then if you're motivated, he hates you and he wants you to burn in hell. <laughs> that's a that's a paraphrase. <laughs> uh, that's a bit of a paraphrase. He he doesn't like uh, motivation though. That is the fact. All right, <clears throat> question one: What would your advice be to a person who is working to elevate their mindset from prey mindset to predator mindset? Mm. What would his advice be? Yeah, what would you do? What would your advice be to a person that wants to go from prey to predator? I got it. So instead of coming to David Goggins, because Goggins is probably he's a busy guy, he's coming to the next best thing, right? <laughs> yeah. What was that? Yeah. Okay, that's better. Uh, for everybody audio listeners. I'm going to sneak a couple socks, pairs of socks in there or something. I'm, I'm flexing my arm, but I have a jacket on, so you can't really see the definition. Okay, as he well put as his hand in his jacket, so now he's kind of pumping but it up a little case, bit. in this case, I that's... think actually with my, the amount of just sheer protein I've eaten today, mm -hmm. if I flex a little harder, yeah. <laughs> wow, that looks unhealthy. <laughs> it's big let's just say that it's big okay uh so pray to predator how what advice would we give him um this is this is some solid advice actually that i've heard when you it's there's a lot of uh body like body language so like the way you walk the way you talk talking confidently look poke your chest out a little bit right put your shoulders back okay Act, you know, look, make yourself bigger, okay? Make yourself bigger. You're going to feel bigger. You're going to feel more confident. Uh, you're, I don't know what you're doing over there. You're kind of. I'm getting big. Well, I kind of have to still crouch down awkwardly to get in frame. You're trying I to guess look like I can you're get out of frame. I'll look even bigger. Looks like you're having kind of full body cramp over there. That's, okay. Yeah. I did the podcast like this. Do you feel more confident? This is, yeah, because I feel like I'm so big that like you can't even see me. Uh-huh. That's this feels good. This feels right. Yeah. We just don't see your face. We kind of just get a torso shot. But... <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's better. That is a good <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, okay, body language. Body language is big. Like, just just uh, puffing your chest out, talking confidently, even though you don't feel like it. That's a step in the right direction. You're kind of already... I don't like what you just said there. You're, you're putting words in, in the viewer's mouth, mm -hmm. or the asker's mouth. You're already saying, even though you don't feel like it. So immediately, whoosh, that just got sucked in the back of their heads. You kind of backdoored that idea in. We were like, oh, I know you don't feel like it. I know you're not confident. I know you're a prey. No. Okay, you're a beast. Everyone's a beast. You just don't, maybe don't realize it yet. Perhaps. If you're thinking of yourself as a prey, perhaps you don't feel like that yet. But you're a predator, okay? Go out there and, and slice them up. Like a wolf. I don't know if you should say that on air. Maybe. It, is that a dying wolf? It sounds like he's <laughs> no, wounded. He's, he's, call, he's calling he's, for help. Did he spread an ankle? <laughs> uh, oh, good times. Yeah, okay. I'm going to be honest with him. Look, if you think yeah. you're prey 
and then you are prey. Okay, that's your first mistake. And you're, you can't become a predator if you're prey. Just like a squirrel can't become the top of the food chain. Not possible. All right? I'd like to see it one day, sure, but it's not going to happen. Um, you know, you're born a winner, you're born a loser. Is what it is, right? Next question. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't want to derail the conversation, but I did have a dream last night that I was constantly fighting off this mountain lion. And he would just kind of follow me around and like hang outside my house. And uh, me and my friends would be walking down the street. And he, whoever would like stagger behind on the sidewalk, he'd try to eat them. Mm -hmm. And so I'd just have to give him a right hook. And then he'd just like keep following us. And we'd just ignore him until he attacked one of us again. And then I left my dog outside. And this mountain lion decided to try to eat my dog. So I, I grabbed a water bottle, like a, one of those, you know, metal ones. And I just kind of beat him over the head with it. And then he, he scurried away. Um, so was Shotzi okay? Yeah, she she lived after I took care of that uh, mountain lion, and this thing was like six hundred pounds. It was like its head, like standing normally, was like as tall as my head. I think that's more than six hundred pounds. Yeah, it was. Perhaps I'm. That was forty percent of the actual value. <laughs> <laughs> that is a big mountain lion. I don't know what they're feeding them over there in Nashville, but good grief. Yeah, uh, apparently little white dogs. Wow, and and people, I guess. Yeah, and kinda... and whatever whoever straggles on the sidewalk. Well, that kind of um, reminds me of my dream. I dreamed I was behind this car, and we were going, and it's like the beachy area. We were going, and all of a sudden, she kind of pulls over to the side, and parks. The mountain line? Uh, no, this car. Okay. This car. Okay, we're we're kind of at a. Beachy... Start from the beginning. I'm confused. Okay, sure. Okay, uh, I'm asleep, and oops, I'm dreaming. Okay, we're dreaming, and I'm in a car, and I'm driving, okay. and there's a car in front of me. And we're in oh, a, it's filled with mountain lions. Yeah, no, 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 not quite. We're we're in a beachy area, okay? So we're on the beach. Oh, I, natural I look, habitat. I look, I look to the right. There's some surfs, surf, you know, ocean. Okay. And she pulls yep. over, and she gets out of her car, and she's slightly overweight. And by slightly, I mean she's the size of your mountain lion. She's like 600 pounds, <laughs> okay. okay? And she comes <laughs> Maybe on. Maybe twins. <laughs> she comes over to the pavement, and she kind of lays down and starts sunbathing right in front of the stoplight. And so, frankly, I'm mad. And so I give her a little honk honk and I go by her. Okay. And then what, what what part do you get to where it relates to my dream about the mountain lion? She's big. Okay. You keep saying she. Are you talking about a person or is this also uh, no, some yeah. sort of cat? No, because the cat wasn't driving. There was a lady. The lady was driving. <laughs> okay. And the lady got I just thought, car. you know, it could be silly. It's a dream, but uh, yeah. it sounds like kind of a dud of a story, huh? <laughs> So where do we go from here? <laughs> um, Should we just wrap it up? I mean, David Goggins likes pain, so maybe we could just power through. Huh. Okay. Next, next question. question here. Okay, go ahead. Rather than a soldier using their own body to cover a grenade, why not invent a blanket of some sort that can absorb the grenade? <laughs> that would make you soft. Right? That's too easy. Well, I think the alternative would make you multiple pieces. Mentally strong. Right. You don't want to go the easy route, okay? Just like David Goggins, how he doesn't use earphones when he's running. You don't want to use this kind of ha-ha baby blanket when there's a grenade tossed at you. Okay. Yeah, I'm just... <laughs> I'm on your side, but for different reasons. 
Mm-hmm. I would say that, you know, a blanket's probably not a good idea because if you try to pull out a blanket while there's a grenade, you don't have enough time. You should probably just dip, um, jump out the window, something like that. I think the jump, diving on the grenade thing is more of a metaphor, and I don't know if it really happens. The thing is, the grenade isn't going to hurt you if you jump on it if you work out enough. I think it I think it will. I've seen grenades, like, take out brick walls. Okay. Well, did the brick walls work out? My point exactly. Okay, you got to start working out a lot. You got to get thick skin. Okay, David Goggins talks about developing thick skin. Why? Because one day, oopsies, a grenade may, might be tossed in your general direction. You got to land on that bad boy. Metaphorical grenade. Okay. Or physical. You don't know. So you need tough skin, right? <laughs> are you That's, in the? Are you in some sort of military forces? or? <laughs> I'm in the banking industry, so similar. Okay. <laughs> I guess it was people try to rob you or... It doesn't seem like jumping on is a good idea. Probably just duck behind the cash cash register, right? Then, Give them all your money. Hands the, up. That thing goes off, and you know your whole bank is in shambles. You don't want that. But you got insurance. That's well, that's true. But then you're gonna have to. Your clients probably wouldn't be happy. They'd have to. It, there's there'd just be delays. Um, it wouldn't be very pretty, and it wouldn't it wouldn't portray security in a bank if there's a big hole in the middle of it. Yeah, I mean, you guys. Anyway, so it's like, you know, what's what's the point? Ah, that was a cyber grenade. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be confusing after I bleep that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I I think it's I think this is a pretty funny suggestion. I mean, I almost feel like it's not a joke about having something to cover up grenades. It just seems like. If you actually, let's say it's like a small blanket that you could deploy from the hip or something, and I feel like you're just going to miss the grenade, and it goes off anyways, and you're too close. If you have two seconds, you might as well jump out. Jump yeah. out of the speeding vehicle. Oh, so if they toss a grenade in your vehicle? Yeah, while it's speeding. Ooh. Or if you toss your grenade in your own vehicle, let's I, say. That's not a good idea either. Um, or you're just, you weren't intentionally doing it, but you are just kind of playing around, messing with it, and... <laughs> You, you pop the pin and you tried to put it back in because you saw in the movies sometimes you can put the pin back in. Yeah. But this this certain particular model, you can't put the pin back in the grenade. So you hear it start ticking and you know you got about eight seconds with this uh, particular version and model and mm-hmm. make. Okay. So you just drop it. You Is freeze it, up. It's military grade, I'm assuming? It, it's it's military grade, right? You just got out of the compound. Okay. And it's probably a Simtex, right? So those Simtex, if you play Modern Warfare 2, they stick. You drop it. Oopsies. It's stuck to your you know your your floorboard there. You're, and you try to kick yeah. it. And now your your foot is stuck to the grenade. So you're going to have to... You're in a bit of a pickle now. Hopefully you're, you're wearing socks and you can just take those socks off and toss it out the window. Right. Well, no, because it's stuck to the floorboard of your car. So you're going to have to toss yourself out the window. <laughs> okay, and leave your sock behind. Yeah. You, you well, if you drop the grenade out the window, you'd probably be better off. Right, but it's a sticky one, so you gotta you, wherever you drop it, it's staying. So you just gotta make sure you drop it in the right location. How does that even work? Because if you are holding this sticky grenade, yeah, this is what I always wondered playing video games. I don't want to dive too much into this just because I don't want to ruin my childhood. But if you're throwing a sticky grenade. How is it not stuck to your hand? You slathered your um, hand before with baby oil. <laughs> Does that prevent it from sticking? No, because then it dries in the air. The baby oil does. 
Okay, but, but it prevents sticky, it from sticking to your hand. Right, the sticky substance, however, stays there. And so then it boop, sticks to wherever you throw it, bing, bada, boom, bop. Okay, I see your train of thought here, that your your hand, it's hard to hold things. Sticky things, easy to hold things, they cancel out. Right, neutral. That's where your head went. That's where my okay. head is right now. Okay, well, and, we can... we can. And yeah, I mean, I'm just, sure that may not be it, but I'm just giving you one of many reasons why... Oh, you have more reasons. I'd be curious just because I'm I wasn't sold on the baby oil thing and I was just gonna move on because I thought that was kind of stupid. But okay, if sure. you have like a real reason or a better one, maybe if that wasn't your best, yeah, is that another, your best reason? I have another reason. Is it uh, better than that one? Yeah. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, reason number two: they put snake oil on their hands. <laughs> okay, and so you're the going snake down, oil, <laughs> you're right. going on the same path. <laughs> and then yeah, the snake oil dries. And it sticks in the air. Yeah. So then it sticks. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you're familiar with snake oil? No, I'm familiar with you. Just you just did the suggestion just oh. a minute ago. Um, so I'm familiar with your suggestion. Again, I think it's that just because one thing's hard to hold mm-hmm. while you have the oil in your hand, and then it's easy to hold when it's sticky, and then they. I still don't think that cancels out. I still okay. don't think that works. I got plenty more reasons. Okay, I'll I'll give you one more. I'm. You know, we gotta. We really have to move on, but sure, I'll sure, give sure. you one more reason, just because I feel like those were kind of. You're gonna work. like this one, okay? Okay. And most houses do have this, so you could even make your own homemade Simtex and test this out. Now you want to grab the vegetable oil. You want to slather your hand in it, no. and then you grab the Simtex. You throw it. The vegetable oil, it dries. Kind of dries in the air. Exactly, it dries in the air. <laughs> okay. And then it, it'll stick. This is yeah. Okay. This is. Uh, <clears throat> you're saying you can make this at home? I don't think that's. If you own a Semtex, you would think you wouldn't need to consult household <laughs> items. You could, you probably have access to some military grade equipment. So let, let's say that you don't have to rely on the canola oil or the snake oil, the baby oil. You can go to the armory and pick up anything you need. Mm. Right? You have unlimited access to whatever you need to buy to mm. make the Semtex work as described. Yeah. How's yeah, it yeah. working? Okay. Well, you want to get a lot of. Gorilla Glue. You want to just put it all over the Simtex, okay? Interesting. Um, that makes it sticky. Okay, I like this. But yeah. now, how are you going to grab it without it sticking to your hand? This is a common sure. question that we get all the time um, in the banking industry. You want to put some kind of oil on your hand, whether it be baby, whether it be snake, whether it be vegetable. Just as long as it has oil in the name, okay? You put all that, you lather your hands in it, okay? You get down and nitty gritty. Um, and then, when you toss it, guess what happens? It dries in the air. It dries in the air. Okay, so th- this is like your other ideas, but a lot worse. Because if you're saying it dries in the air, the Gorilla Glue dries. And the outside, it's just like a crusty, dried glue shell. That's not even going to stick to anything anymore. I think, I think, uh, and, and forgive me for being ignorant, but you haven't served in the military, have you, in any capacity? Yeah, we, we're we not. We well, don't, don't. Don't, don't speak on my behalf, okay? I can speak on my behalf, but we're just kind of focused on Okay, have on you, you served right in the military? Have you served I, in the armed forces? Let's just say I've I've served. Similar, like I've, at a I've, restaurant, or uh, I served um, my clients at the bank. Okay, and and well, not very well, obviously, because of the whole. Well, we don't have to get into it. We can we can leave that. Uh... <clears throat> Final question here: Why don't police officers aim for extremities like a foot if they need to use their firearm? The, uh, did you type in David Goggins Decora and this popped up? <laughs> I typed in uh, Navy Seal Easy 
and this was on like page eight. <laughs> I was hoping to find like ignorant questions of people being like, what's the easiest way to get in the Navy SEALs or something like that? But I didn't find what I was looking for. Right. Um, but I did find this, which is a quite interesting idea. So this guy's like, okay, he sees the problem of people getting killed by police. He's like, this is bad, right? Mm-hmm. You know, too many people are getting killed and, and not all situations call for it, right? We need to come up with an alternative. Mm. Um, so he's thinking, why don't they just shoot them in the in the toes? Yeah. Shoot off those little piggies. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but that is, that, that's going to be a hard target, especially if you're, you're um, uh, the, the bad guy is running or moving. That's going to be a uh-huh. hard target to hit. So the, the oh, you can go for the big toe. Okay, that'd be a little bigger, but it's still going to be a tough target to kind of nail down. So, also they're trying to, you know, incapacitate these guys. So I think going for the torso is a safe bet. Okay, what if? Well, let's back up because I don't want to hit him in the torso. That's going to be there's going to be blood on my hands. What if we give these cops some give them some eight X scopes? Maybe give them a Barrett fifty cal. The 16x, so they can get real precise. Those piggies are going to be blown clean off, huh? <laughs> I'm thinking, first of all, if I'm getting shot in the even in the small toe with a Barrett 50 caliber, I'm going to be stopped <laughs> think, in my tracks. I think you're losing a leg if you, if you get shot. <laughs> you shot with a Barrett 50 cal in the toe. I think your I think your whole right leg is gone. <laughs> so I mean, I think we're going to stop these perps in their tracks. <laughs> But I think the purpose was to try to stop these perps with like little damage. So if you're bringing out the 50 cal's, that's kind of counteracting his whole point here. Well, you gotta be, you gotta be careful, marksman. You gotta graze him. <laughs> okay, you gotta graze him with the 50 cal. Yeah, you just gotta give him a little. <laughs> just just hit him with the wind, and he'll know it's there, and he'll he'll lay down real quick. <laughs> I would. <laughs> the 50 caliber round is <laughs> going right past my big toe. Just the knowledge of, let's say I'm running away from the police, and a cop car pulls up, and two cops get out. One chases me, the other one goes around to the trunk, pulls out the 50 cal, and puts it on the hood, and yeah. is aiming down sights. Just the knowledge, just me having the knowledge that this cop has a Barrett 50 cal, I'm tapping out, right? I'm hitting the deck, I'm putting my hands behind my back, and I'm reading my own Miranda rights. Okay. Oh man. Um. Hmm. So would that mean you're kind of just standing there waiting for him to get the Barrett 50 cal out of the car and set it up and everything? Because if that's the case, you're kind of got a lot of time on your hands. Yeah. Well, it depends how long it takes to set up a Barrett 50 cal. I'm no gun expert, but I think you can get it out probably maybe one and a half times the speed it takes to pull a Glock out of your, you know, out of your holster. Maybe a little bit longer, maybe two times, three times. I think yeah, I think a lot longer than that because the 50 cal is. I mean, it's pretty heavy, right? Packs a punch. You're getting it out of the trunk, so it's you got to yeah, and it's travel. in a it's in a felt case. So you're gonna have to unpack it. Okay. And then it has yeah, it has a little one of those combinations that really hard to nail down. Yeah, um, you do want to secure it. Yep. You do want to secure it. Okay, so let's say it takes them 25, 30 seconds. I got an idea. Let's just do this. Let's forget that you. This is what we need to do. We need to go ahead and just upgrade all of our police cars and have mounted 50 caliber machine guns. Oh, here we go. Yeah, on yeah. On the the the. This solves the, the problem. The roofs, okay. Yeah. Then I mean that's just going to stop perps in their tracks, right? Crime rates are just going to go. Whew, well, way down. if actually I see a problem. I see a problem here because if you do that, if you go loud and proud with it, right? Mm-hmm. You have a mounted turret 
on the top of all your cop cars. First of all, this is going to cost the American taxpayer billions. Second uh, of all, I think the crime rate is just they're just going to do it in the dark instead of in front of the cops because they're going to see that and they're going to say, hey, once he goes around the corner, I'm taking your purse. Uh, don't say a peep. You smack, smack thermos on those. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Nighttime. And then you said loud and proud. Put a silencer on it, right? Okay. <laughs> so we we got bling. We're, uh, <laughs> and then smack red tiger on there while you're at it, right? <laughs> okay. Get some camos going. Yeah. Yeah. Get fall camo on there. Jeez. Uh, Go for the headshots though. You gotta get the headshots. No, no, no. We, so the whole purpose of this, remember, we're just gonna graze them. We're just oh, gonna I shoot. For, I forgot. I forgot. What the so the was. perp's running down a crowded street, right? You want to shoot past him. Right. And so he doesn't get hit. And he's going to hit the deck, right? He heard that Barrett 50 cal silence, Red Tiger thermal scope go off. Uh-huh. He's not moving another inch. I right. wouldn't. Uh, but it is silence, so he may not hear it. Well, he's going to hear that silencer, and he's going to know uh, what's coming to him. He's yeah. going to know that he, he's got the full kit. He's got He's blinged out. But what if he doesn't stop? What if he's like, okay, I know he's just going to keep shooting around me. I can keep running. Okay, so this is what you do. This is a, this is a Dave Chappelle bit, but he... He has duck shot and buck shot, so he'll shoot the duck shot, right? It's like little pellets that, that normally would damage a duck. So he shoots that first. It's a warning shot. And then he loads up the buck shot, which will take out a, a full-size buck with one blow. Mm-hmm. So that's what, you kinda, that's what you're kind of doing in this situation. You're, you're shooting the warning shot. You shoot that into the crowd. Um, that's your warning. You shoot it into the crowd. Second shot, <laughs> torso. Okay, and you go ahead and load That's explosive the rounds warning. in that bad boy. <laughs> That's the second warning. <laughs> and what if he doesn't heed the second warning? What do you do? Third third time, you give another warning shot. After that, you shoot in the crowd again. <laughs> Let them know you mean business, right? You still have ammo. You have that extended mag. So what crowd are you talking about? Why are they shooting into the crowd here? Why don't, why don't you just aim for the person? <laughs> well, he's running down a crowded street. And you need, I cannot say, I cannot stress enough, you need to give this guy warning shots. You can't just, you can't open fire, you can't just start headshot, headshot, headshot. No. It's not okay, you're going to get in a lot of trouble with the force, you're going to be out of there in no time. Okay, you're going to be on early, that's a one-way ticket to early retirement. Which some people may like. No, not not in this case. And if you're, Uh, if you're a hard mindset individual, you want to steer the, steer the course. Okay. And so you're, you're, you know, popping someone to the crowd. Uh, just to let this guy know what he's dealing with, right? He sees he sees innocent bystanders going down left and right. He's starting, you know, get, get shivers down his back. Um, okay, yeah, he, he knows he's in hot water. Um, and that fourth shot, that's going to be a headshot. So, oh, yeah, and is is that into the crowd as well, or is that to him? If he's in the crowd, <laughs> it could be. It, it could be. be. He, we got laser sight though, so it should lock on. Well, laser sight is good for hip fire. Yeah. Well, you don't want to hit fire into the crowd. I wouldn't recommend that, unless yeah, it's that, one of your warning shots. That, which, I mean, you have a lot of warning shots, so. Yeah. And then, so usually after you take them down with a headshot, you put a few more warning shots out there just to let the other perps know you're in the area and you still got ammo, right? You still have that extended mag. You got fast, you got sleight of hand. So that's going right back in the chamber. Wow. And you got FMJ on it, just in case some of the crowd gets in the way, you can still kind of Well. We, I want to be toast. clear. We're trying to avoid any sort of crossfire, any sort of crossfire. But if there's a situation where there's two perps lined up, sure, collateral. Well, you were just talking about how you wanted to shoot in the crowd, give them a warning shot. So I'm not trying to shoot 
the crowd. I'm just, I was trying to, I'm painting a picture here. So he's in a busy street. There's a crowd. Um, you're shooting around the perp to give him that warning. I was just referring to the area around the perp as the crowd. Do you, are you worried at all that you're going to be hitting these crowd and maybe their weak points, maybe their shoulders, maybe their ankles? A lot of people have weak ankles. Are you worried that these 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 you know these desk pops, if you will, are going to you know injure some innocent bystanders? If it's if I'm grazing a few big toes and that's what it takes to take down the biggest coke dealer west of the Mississippi, so be it. But do you I'm willing see- to break a few eggs to make an omelet. Do you see how maybe, you know, if you just shot him and not shot around him and you took out big toes or if you're using a 50 cal, maybe you took out some feet, some legs, some limbs. If you just shoot him once, right, then the, the job's done. You're, you're, you're what's wrong with this industry. You know that? You, you just want to shoot people because they snorted a little weed. Well, you said he was the biggest drug dealer in the west of the Mississippi, so. This makes me sick. You are... Let's just move on. Welcome to Bright Side, everybody. This is Bright Side of the Podcast. We're talking about the brightest sides of our weeks. Connor, what's going on, man? It looks like you, you're still puffing out your chest. I'm not sure what's going on with that. Uh, uh, so we're back to the um, uh, bright, old bright side a bit, huh? <laughs> yeah, just like just like we are every podcast. Uh, brings back good memories, doesn't it? Uh, sure does, sure does. Mm. So what am I thankful for this past week? Uh, let's see here. Um, I have been learning a lot as far as my, my side hustle goes, been losing some more money, but I've been keeping my losses smaller and uh, learning some good lessons, which has been good. And then, uh, lady friend, me and lady friend are doing well too. We haven't fought in a little while, so, you know, knock on wood, it's been three days, right? Three days without, without fighting. So that's been nice. I like to hear that. I like to hear Mm -hmm. that. Uh, I didn't even bring it up this podcast. In fact, I brought it up last podcast and I felt bad, so I took it out. Uh, but you, you went ahead and brought that up all in your lonesome, which is... Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. We, we haven't fought in, in... It's been a while. We've been doing good. We've been on a nice... Uh, a, our treaty still stands, so... That's good. The, the, the ceasefire is still in effect. The ceasefire is still in effect, yeah. Now, sure, we have some spies running around here, you know, but... <laughs> okay. Um, well, if you need me to pull up on the side with a with a red tiger bear fifty, just say the word. Is it silenced? No, I'm coming in loud and proud. Right, I'm every shot's a morning shot. <laughs> oh, I'll keep that in the back of my back of my mind. What about you? What's been the bright side of your past week? I think probably reading that that book. That was a really good book. I'd I'd recommend it. I'm going to put the link down below if you want to check it out on Audible. Nice. Uh, like you said, it's not just the book. Uh, they also do. They like annotate it as they go, which is really neat. Like he'll read a passage and then he'll like go into more depth in a very casual way, which is which is fun. If you like podcasts, which clearly you do, um, you might enjoy that. Now, I have a little surprise. I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but I have an idea of a way to finish the podcast every episode. Push-ups. Not quite. Well, I also have a bad ankle, so I don't think I could do that right now. You're such um, a baby. David Goggins would be pissed if he heard this right now. He would be... No, I think he'd be pissed at you because you're talking about motivation again. I don't need motivation, okay? I'm built like a horse. Um, so here's here's a segment I came up with. <clears throat> so what I'm going to do is I am going to read either 
a review of our podcast or a review on Amazon. Okay. Okay. So you have to guess which one it is. Um, And if you get it right, you get get, $500. No, it's not going to be a cash prize necessarily. If you get it right, you get motivation. I don't want any motivation. Motivation is didn't you were just talking about how it's crap, right? So why would I want motivation? How about this? If you get it right, if you get it right, you pay the price. What's something? If you get it right, I'll watch an episode of anime. <laughs> His eyes just lit up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Here is the review. Five stars. Uh, from Michael Hoschek. Cool boots looks better in person. The picture doesn't do it justice. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to guess Amazon. Okay, uh, you're on the right track. What's the Amazon listing? Uh, boots. They are State of Tennessee polyresin boots shot glass. Mm. So you didn't quite get it, so I will not be watching anime this week. I thought Better I look, the... next time you do have to Venmo me five hundred dollars. Pay to play, baby. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. This has been another episode of I wasn't asking you. This episode will come out Wednesday, just like they come out every Wednesday. Peace. Also, if you want to have a chance of being in the game, leave a review. Um, if that wasn't obvious what I was trying to do there I was kind of trying to be a little bit sly about it because I want people to leave reviews just to see how they're liking it right are they are they tasting the cheese are they really chowing it down I want to know um all right I'm feeling feeling a little insecure and I want to I want to get reinsurance reassurance right I want to get dividends I want to see oh you know this show's pretty good right I'm kind of enjoying it oh it's not the best but it's something to listen to on Wednesday morning huh throw us a bone here see ya